What's going on, golf addicts? David Barnett here from the Tour Junkies. I'm going to break down TPC Sawgrass, the host site of the Players' Championship, and everything you need to know in about 12 minutes or less for DFS or betting. And I want to start with some very telling quotes from some players in years past, and that'll kind of set the table for what we want to, you know, how we want to handicap this event. So let's start there and look at some quotes from uh, recent recent history here. I'm going to start off with this one from Rory McIlroy in 2019. It says, yeah, the course was softer, including the fairways, where I hit drivers on holes today that I would never have hit driver the last few years. So just to be a little more aggressive, get a shorter club in the hand. And even when you are aggressive and you miss, it's a touch easier to get yourself back into position. The rough isn't as long or as gnarly. You're running into that pine straw and you still have some sort of a shot and some control over your ball. And then when you miss the greens, you're not having to contend with that Bermuda. You're not having to guess how it's going to come out or whatever. So it lends itself to more aggressive play. I don't know if the course is easier or not, but because I think it's playing longer and I think it should all even out. But I definitely like the golf course the way it is in March. Now, some context to this first before we go back and look at some other quotes. You got to remember the players was moved from May back to March back in 2019. So we've seen two years and one round if you count 2020. We've seen two years of play now in March. And the difference is the overseeded uh, fairways and rough. So now there's ryegrass, there's fescue that's been overseeded to the Bermuda. It's not just that firm and fast Bermuda that we saw all May. So Rory's referencing now the course is going to play a little bit longer because it's not as firm and fast. And the, the lie is, is not, it's a little more predictable probably coming out of the overseeded rough. And you don't have the Bermuda where the ball could settle at the bottom or it may sit up on top. You may catch a flyer, you may not. So that's very, that's a very important thing to take note of as we're handicapping this event. Let's look at a couple other quotes here. Also from 2019, Colin Morikawa said, the rough is up. It's really thick. It's sticky. Almost in a sense where you landed in the rough, it's not going to come out. So you got to keep the ball within the fairway. And I'm looking to do that this week as well. Justin Thomas last year, who was your winner, says, I feel like it's not like a lot of courses where you can, even if you're playing bad, you can just kind of skank it around here and hit on one side. I know if I'm going to miss the fairway, I have to at least hit it over here and get it on this part of the green. It doesn't play like that. You really have to step up on each tee and just hit golf shot, hit the golf shot that it requires. So I think all in all, what this is saying is, you know, is it, is it still a premium at TPC Sawgrass to hit it in the fairway? Absolutely, it, it is. It's going to help. But I do think that since the redesign and since the move to March, your supreme bombers, all right, can attack this place at certain spots where maybe they weren't attacking it in May. You always have to attack the par fives at this course. But there are other holes where a lot of guys would be clubbing down in years past and it's since 2019 and the move to March. That's not the case. Now, there is something else I want you to pay attention to at the end of this video. I'm going to give you something that needs to really stick in your head. And it needs to be the last thing you tell yourself on Wednesday before you lock in your DraftKings lineups and before you lock in any bets or outright card, you know, betting cards that you're going to make up. Stick around. I'm going to give you that in the end. Uh, so let's look at some past champs, some winners, all that kind of stuff. Past champs, you had Justin Thomas last year at 14 to 1. Pat Perry, uh, my, my co-host and cohort, hit him at 20 to 1. He won at 14 under. Rory before that at 16 under at 14 to 1. Webb Simpson won the last time it was played in May. Does that, does that, that's interesting, isn't it? Webb Simpson, May, firm and fast. Yeah. One at 18 under at 100 to one. Siwoo Kim, our sweet South Korean prince, one in 2017 at 10 under at 400 to one. Jason Day, Ricky Fowler, uh, Martin Keimer, those were your winners before that. Then Tiger won in 2013. 
winning score is going to be around that 15 to 16, I bet. I bet that's going to be the over-under there. But notice that we've only had two winners. We, we have had two winners in the triple digits over the last four years. They were both prior to the move-in in March and both prior to a slight redesign, and that, was be, that would be Webb Simpson and Siwoo Kim. Uh, here's, here's what I think. The, this golf tournament is it's the, P, it's the PGA Tours major, right? It's not technically a major. It's the fifth major. But this is what they want to be considered a major. I think they wanted to play like a major championship. I think they want to get the greens firm and fast, and I think they will be. It typically is. They want to get them kind of crunchy, which they, they were at points last year, 17, uh, baked out there in the sun for a little bit. Guys were landing balls on and having to bounce and roll off. Um, I think they want it to play tough, but I don't think they want it to play ridiculous. So I do think that 14, 15 under mark could be it. And this is a stacked field. It's, it's arguably the strongest field of any golf tournament we see all year. And what that normally means when you combine that with a full test of golf is that, guess what? The cream rises to the top. So we need some creamy fellas this week. We need them, them creamy boys. A couple of other key features to, to know about this golf course. I just think it's one of those courses where, you know, winners and uh, those that finish in the top five, it's just strokes gained everywhere. They got to be on their game all in, no holes in the boat. Water and out of bounds can, can definitely get you on a lot of holes out here. A lot of holes. The fairways are wider than they sometimes appear. I think that's key. Me and Pat played this golf course last year in 2021, right after the Players' Championship, and that is definitely for real. I've also played Harbortown, another Pete Dye design. Uh, you know, two courses where there's there's generally more room than you think there is when you're standing at the you know on the tee looking out at this hole. So, in some ways, experience can lead to a slightly better understanding of just how much room is out there. Now, I will say this: I want to preface preface my experience take with this this is the pga tours golf course these guys that play on the latin america tour the corn ferry tour the mckenzie tour they all get to play here you know i think colin morikawa said in his first year here as a rookie at the players championship that he played here like 10 times before between corn ferry and just being on being a part of a tour so these guys can play obviously it's different in tournament golf we do have a caddy friend of ours who shall rename remain nameless who has said that he thinks experience matters here. And he says, you can't play it off the rough or the, you can't play out of the rough or the fairways here. Uh, God. Okay. Our, our caddy friend tells us, and he shall remain nameless that uh, you can't play from the rough and miss fairways here or the rough around the greens. It's pretty tough. Here's another interesting fact o over the last five years, despite what I just said about some of the experience uh, only about 50 to 55% of first timers at the, players championship have actually made the cut and very few have finished top 10 the greens like i said do tend to run firm and fast it's tiff eagle florida bermuda that's going to come up later when i give you my key stats here at the end they're small to average in size and they have small landing areas there, there are very small spots here this is a pete dye green complex you know there's going to be uh there's going to be certain pockets on that green you're going to be aiming for if you miss it there's a lot of runoffs uh slopes that are going to then make it tough for you to chip um, I think it's crucial to arrive at the Players' Championship already in good form. This is not a golf tournament, a golf course that you need to be searching for it. So you can eliminate right there anybody that in the last, you know, two to three golf tournaments has not shown a sem any semblance of form. Uh, I think you can eliminate them. Now, does that mean if a guy missed the cut last week, but he, you know, had a, a top 25 or maybe even a top 10 the week before you stride him off? No, I think you should investigate the miscut. Did he miss it on the number? Where was he losing strokes? Was it really one bad hole that set him apart? 
you need to look at those things. Um, this is a place, though, that does create quite a bit of variance. This is key. One or two bad swings at the wrong time on this course can cost you a lot with the hazards, whether it's 17, whether it's 18 is a brutal shot. Uh, some of these par fives going forward in two can be kind of scary. There's water everywhere. There's OB everywhere. And I think for that reason, well, I'm going to save it for you. I got, I got that last tip I told you. You got to keep watching because I got that last tip that I think you have to tell yourself before you lock in your lineups, lock in your bets uh, on Wednesday night. Overall, I think you want grinders. You want patient players, consistent ball strikers, and guys that tend to avoid making big numbers. Maybe they have a good record. Uh, you know, in major championships, maybe they have a good record of Pete Dye designs. I think all of that is uh, is crucial. TBC Sawgrass is one of the most difficult putting courses on the PJ Tour. It's ranked seventh most, according to, to Data Golf, seventh most difficult putting course on the PJ Tour since 2015, and that is uh, excluding the majors. Now, I want to look at some other key stats and trends. So I mentioned it's a Pete Dye design. I think I think this is uh, something we need to pay attention to. Pete Dye's a notorious designer, and his designs have certain features. Um, and I do think there's some correlation. I don't typically love correlated courses in terms of like being predictive, but I do think with Pete Dye, I can make an exception. PGA West Stadium course, the home of the American Express, where Sung Jay, I mean, not Sung Jay, Siwoo Kim has won both the Amex and here at the Players. Harbor Town, which I just mentioned, I've played before, uh, the home of the Heritage. TBC River Highlands, the home of the Travelers up in Connecticut, and TPC San Antonio, the home of the Valero. Those are courses I think you could include in some of your course history and research. Uh, since the move to March, so just the two years, 2019 and 2021, we have seen less than tour average approach shots coming from longer than 175 yards. Doesn't mean we don't see them, but we see less than average. Uh, and most approach shots come from that 125 to 175 range. This is a course where distance is definitely an advantage, as it is everywhere, but I don't think it's required. Even the shorter hitters are going to have that 150-yard shot into a lot of these par fours. Data Golf only rates six PGA Tour courses higher in predictive course history than Sawgrass. Uh, one that we just saw recently, I think PJ National is in the top three. Uh, uh, Arnold Palmer may have, or um, Bay Hill may have been in the top three or four. So Mirfield, PJ National, TPC, River Highlands, in that range in terms of how predictive is course history at Sawgrass. In other words, I do think that course history and experience should go into your model and you should have some weight to it. Um, and that's a dynamic thing week to week. And yeah, so I talked about uh, how difficult uh, Sawgrass is. It also ranks seventh out of all the courses on the current PGA Tour schedule in total penalty strokes taken since 2015, right there with PGA National. So um, you know, something, something to note there it just adds into the difficulty of this, you know, of this, this golf course, it is a tough one for sure. All right. So before I get into that last stat, I do want to remind everybody to hop up in the nut hut. It's our premium discord server. It's crazy town right now. There's so many things in there that you can get from strategy to our inside info from the courses every week, caddy info that we put in there. It's exclusively where we post that our chats with me and Pat and the whole tour junkies. Uh, contributor team all in there, especially Wednesday night. That's our live chat. We do that every every Wednesday night for a couple hours live chat where you can bounce questions off me and Pat and other contributors. It's a great community. It's a growing community on Discord. Check it out. Uh, the link is in the description of this video or if you're listening on audio, it's in the podcast as well. Or you can go to tourjunkies.com slash nuthut. It's such an awesome time. Okay, great community. It's $10 a month. That's it. Or $90 a year. Like that. that is, that is literally all we're talking about here. 
All right, so before we wrap it up, I'm going to give you a couple things. I want to give you my key stats for the week. Key stats, I'm going to go strokes gain off the tee, strokes gain approach, strokes gain around the green. Pretty, pretty simple there. Those are like three staple stats, right? Strokes gain putting on Florida Bermuda. This is also coming in into play with uh, PJ National uh, for the Honda, Bay Hill for Arnold Palmer. Those two golf courses, Tiff Eagle Bermuda in Florida. I think you look at that. I think you also include Harbor Town, even though it's not in Florida, it's in the southeast. Tiff Eagle Bermuda, Harbor Town. Uh, I think you take a look at those. Bogey avoidance, tough course, a lot of penalty strokes, a lot of hazards. You know, you got to avoid those bogeys. I don't include that everywhere, but I, I do think here is what we, you know, is some, that's something we want to pay attention to. Par five scoring. You got to take advantage of the par fives at Sawgrass. That's where you score. That's where your bread and butter is. You're going to play four of them each day. You got to score on them. And then strokes gain ball striking at Sawgrass, which is something that I tend to put in most weeks a minimum of 12 rounds so i want to look at guys who have played a minimum of 12 rounds in their career at tbc sawgrass and strokes game ball striking combines off the tee and approach category so i think that is uh that's something that we want to look at as well it kind of kind of touches on that uh course history angle so something to you know something to think i think we can put in our models all right i told you there was one last thing this is what i want to say there is a lot of carnage at this golf course at this golf tournament every year. The Tour Junkies, we've been breaking this thing down from a DraftKings standpoint since 2015, okay, and betting it since like 2018. There is a lot of carnage here because like I said, one or two swings in the wrong place at the wrong time and guys can tank. It can be over. So I think this is the mantra. Don't be afraid to fade the chalk or pivot, especially in DFS. And in betting, you know, while I do think the cream is going to rise to the top, I think you can you know, tighten up the card a little bit, stay in that mid-range. Probably not a whole lot of triple-digit winners coming out of here, I, I think, as of now, after the, the move to March. Um, but this is interesting. In 2021, six of 12 players at $9,000 or above on, draft, on DraftKings missed the cut, and four of the top 12 finished in the top 22. So only four of the top 12 highest-priced guys on DraftKings finished in the top 22 for the tournament. That's a lot of carnage. A lot of things can happen. Don't get committed to your outright card, to your betting card, to your uh, DFS lineups until late on Wednesday when you've seen the weather. Is, are there tee time advantages? What's going on? Because TBC Sawgrass has a lot of teeth, and if the wind kicks up, it can play even worse. So all those things to think about. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this video, um, leave me a comment. I want to know, uh, this is like the second one of these I've done. So give me a comment on, what, what do you like about these course breakdown videos? What do you want to see more of? Give me some feedback. I'd appreciate that comment. Give it a thumbs up. Like the video. Subscribe here on YouTube, if you will. Uh, and let's, we're going to keep rolling out some, some banger content. So let's have a week. Enjoy your, the rest of your research process for the Players' Championship and TBC Sawgrass. TB out. See you.